doesn't come as a surprise, and I don't think it comes as a surprise to anybody, because when you see the way the government, their, their policies and the way they're going at the moment, you take the dairy sector, for example, you see the reduction in the nitrates irrigation, the cow bending, and the, the, the huge effect that's having where the farmers are destocking. And if, if the cow numbers are, are being taken out of the dairy sector, then the production at that side is definitely going to be down. You're going to be down the amount of milk. If you're down milk, you're down cheese, you're down all the various products that come from the dairy sector. And you take the, the suckler side. There's been a huge drop in the suckler cows, in especially up along the west of Ireland. You take all along the Atlantic coast and all here in County Clare, it's predominantly... Suckland and along the west coast, and there's a huge number numbers being dropped. But you see, Orbe are so far removed from what happens on the ground that they don't realise what is actually happening until it has actually happened. So they have to wait until they see the numbers in the factories gone, and at that stage they're late. They 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 they're late at that stage in to realise that the suckler cows are gone. And you take yeah take the there's no young farm, farmers coming into farming because the cost of food is is not sustainable. And they, Bob B will tell you that it's because of the cost of food. It's not because the, the farmers can't produce food for nothing, and they can't be expected to. And that's why you have no young people taking up the sector because they see that there isn't a living for them. And you take Take the government policies, for example, take the acres that were supposed to be paid on the back end of the year. And it's, it's worth farmers in the region, in some farmers, up to 10,000. That's the difference between being viable and not being able to produce food. And that's a huge drop. They've been told now it could be February, it could be March. We don't know when to be paid. And farmers have their bills to be paid and can't do it. So definitely... There's bound to be a, a, a drop in production because, as I said, we have a green agenda in this country where they're talking every day about organic, organic. Commercial farming is the only thing that keeps up production and keeps up, keeps up exports. And if we want to keep exports out of this country and keep people in employment, we have to make sure that production is kept up. And the only way you can do that is by making it viable and getting paid for what is produced and make, and make a proper living out of farming. A survey carried out by Board B have found that 52% of suppliers believe they've lost competitiveness due to the likes of energy prices, inflation and labour costs. Is that something that resonates with you as well? Energy prices and labour costs affects everyone. It affects the farmer. We'll say he, he uses a lot of diesel in his in production of food and things like that. So it affects everyone and it affects, affects the consumer, it affects everybody. But people have to buy food, and it's only when you go to the shelves and you discover God, food isn't there that you actually realise how important food production. For example, the other night, and maybe it was just one o'clock, I went to the to the, the shop and I got the last two litres of milk. Very, very unusual to see the, the shelves empty, but I got the last two litres of milk on that evening. It's probably in again in the morning, but it's... It's only when you see something like that that you realise how important famine is because usually food is readily available on the shelves. And it's only when it's missing that you say, God, what do we do now? But like, if the, if the amount of people taking up famine are, does, uh, keeps dropping off, at the rate of dropping off, I don't know where our food is going to come from. 
and definitely our live exports and the whole country and our local economy does be highly affected if the amount of production falls as well because if that falls the, the local economy is affected because the people are spending the money if they don't have it and the farmer is the best man in the world to spend money if he has it he spends it in his local co-ops and his local shops and and that's so it would have a huge knock-on effect we know that historically of course ireland and britain were very close trade partners do you believe that in the last couple of years as a result of brexit that that could be contributing to a decline in exports well, I suppose I always class uh, the English market as being our closest market and, and, and probably one of the most important markets because it was so easy to get to England. But because of Brexit, I, had, I did make it a little bit hard for a while. And we were very nervous that we wouldn't be able to export to England and it would have a huge knock-on effect on, on exports from here. But in the last 12 months, the amount of cattle that has left the um, has left the Republic and gone to Northern Ireland, the numbers are way up. So there's a huge amount of cattle going to the north, being killed in the north of Ireland and being exported to England. So I don't think that that is the, is the big problem. I think the big problem is, is the reduction in production because everything is talking about a green agenda and, and climate change and organics and cutting down on commercial farming. Ireland is probably one of the best countries, has the best climate in the world for producing food. And it's it's produced to a very high standard. And our economy benefits from 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 the huge exports that's, that's come to Ireland. So Ireland has a very good image all over the world for being a green country with food produced to a very high natural standard. I class Ireland as all organic. When you look at the like of Holland or Denmark, countries that keep their cattle in sheds around the year and are fed inside, and you see how natural the Ireland is with cattle being fed on, out on grass and grass-based. So I think Ireland should be all kept as an organic island. Just finally, Martin, you've mentioned at the beginning uh, certain measures that have been taken by government in recent years that have affected farmers. What would you be looking for from the government to improve this and reverse this figure so that next year we would see increased exports? Well, I suppose, first and foremost, you need to take an awful lot of the paperwork out of farming. Farming has become, uh, it's nearly like you need an office to do all the amount of paperwork that's attached to farming now. Farmers were, were never meant to be to be inside in an office. They were meant to be out doing the farm. And now there's, there's a huge percentage of paperwork to be attached to farming. And we can see this year where 1,700 farmers pulled out of the suckler scheme, for example, because of all the amount of paperwork and having to join the Board B Equality Assurance. That's a huge loss to ICBF. The genomics and all the data that was coming from those farms is, is being lost. And that's a, hu- that's a huge thing. I think that making sure that farmers are viable and making sure that grants are available to them, making sure that acres are paid on time and that all the subsidies are paid on time and to make it sustainable and viable for young people to come into the sector. I think that is crucial. And I've been talking about this for years and uh, the government it seems to be falling in this years because we don't see young people taking up that, taking up famine. And I think that is a big major blow to, to Irish famine.